The Money Show. Personal Finance with Warren Ingram. So how do you choose your friends? I mean, do your friends choose you? Do you choose your friends? Are there some people you hang out with more than others? There's a saying that you're sort of, what is it? You're the, you're the sum of the, the, the four people you see the most of. There's some lots of things like this. But are your friends making you poor? Not stealing from you. I mean, it's effectively the same thing. But if you've got fashionable friends, they can be lethal to your financial well-being. It's often to follow your friends or family when they tell you about new great investment ideas, delivering great returns or new shiny toys or wonderful holidays. And we don't want to miss out on good things. But I tell you what, um, if you are not careful, your friends can make you poor. Warren Ingram. It's better just to have, it's, it's actually more profitable to have no friends than friends who make you poor. That's my view anyway. <laughs> friends make your life rich, Bruce. So, so, so oh. I'll for you to, to, to do that as an investment strategy. But uh, um, I'm just thinking about the way you're saying you choose your friends, you know, and there was that uh, a TV program where they, were, they spoke about where everybody knows your name. And that's maybe a good way to go, just to cheers, start out. Cheers. But <laughs> cheers, and uh, and and so where where we are now is, uh, um, you know, we're, we're in a in a time again where people are desperate for money and desperate for growth and struggling, you know, economically and and really worried about their future, and and you know we we are constantly hearing about investment scams that are being uh, kind of foisted on the on the public and. You know the the time is right socially you know, and 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 economically for for scams to to be around and it's it's amazing how these patterns repeat themselves time and time again you know when social conditions are really bad and economic conditions are are even worse um the, you know it's kind of ripe time for the fraudsters and the scamsters to go and one of the things they they rely on is social pressure is peer pressure uh, and and I, I'm pretty sure you covered it, but you know there was that famous Ponzi scheme in South Africa with uh, I think it was Tannenbaum, Barry uh, Tannenbaum, and, uh, yeah. And and we we know you know it, it was widely reported. Some of South Africa's kind of best and brightest CEOs were were caught out, and and people were absolutely flabbergasted that you know some of South Africa's business titans were putting in 10, 20 million rand. In in what turned out to be an absolute, really generic uh, Ponzi scheme, uh, and and the, 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 if you understand the social dynamic, it's actually quite simple. Because if I'm if I'm at a bra with you, Bruce, and you tell me that uh, your your mate, you know Barry, has just got the most amazing investment, and you've had money in, in there with him for the last year, and it's doubled and doubled again, uh, I'm I'm going to sit there going, well, you know, Bruce is a smart guy. I'm sure he's done his homework, so. Let me go and, and follow Bruce into this, and you know I give my money to Barry, and then I'm at the next bri after a year, and I tell my friend Fred about the the money I've been making, and and so it goes, and and we trust our friends and and our filters again, you know, against kind of uh, you know bad news and 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 kind of our, our skepticism all goes down because it's our friends; these are people we trust, and if they're doing it. Then you know we would be silly not to, and that dynamic is so incredibly powerful uh, th- that we find ourselves caught out in in just you know really bad scams. But it's not just scams; uh, th- this happens in the investment world as well. You know, with with not uh, with normal you know just bad investments. You know, and, and I keep thinking about the crypto space where 
people follow each other, you know, sometimes blindly because they're a very bright friend who's a very clever guy in IT and can connect your computer in 35 seconds. He's told you that this is an amazing thing to buy. And he throws a whole lot of jargon at you about, uh, about blockchain. And you think, well, he must know what he's talking about. So I'm going to buy this thing as well. And, and before you know it, your money's either doubled or halved. Either direction. You've got absolutely no idea why it did that, other than your very bright friend told you to do this. And and we we're in that we're in that cycle now, Bruce. It's it's time to be very skeptical and uh, you know l- listen to your friends about you know things like the weather and 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 sport and things like that. But when they start telling you about the investments with enormous confidence about how, why something's definitely going to double, uh, you know it's probably a time to tune them out and and smile you know and politely and nod and 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 keep your money invested and kind of sensible, boring stuff, which is going to grow over time, not double or half. The trouble is, now, here we go, Warren, you and I, let's say we're at the same bry, and we know similar people, and these people have recently moved into a much nicer house, and there are two very nice cars parked outside, and they're, I don't know, matching dogs or something, whatever it is, whatever it is that, that floats, uh, <laughs> light, lights, our, lights our jets, and we go, she's like, what have they, like, like, like five years ago, these guys were on the bones of their backside. No, they've been, I don't know, they've bought shares in a mango tree in Pumalanga. And you think, she's like, I've got to have shares in a mango tree because this is clearly the hottest thing. So you go and talk to them about the shares in the mango tree. You and I now get together and we say, geez, like, you know, we've missed out, Warren. You know, we've been sitting with our traditional investments, which would be moving sideways, and 48 uh, shares on the JSC have hit 52-week lows. You know, clearly this JSC thing isn't working anymore. Clearly this investing lock is, these guys have got it. And unfortunately, people who, you know, fair, come into money fairly easily because maybe they got lucky or maybe they're part of a scheme or a scam of some description and you're not aware of it, live large and their lifestyle is tempting to the rest of us. And we, one, want to know how they did it, and two, we'd like to emulate it. Thank you very much, because we'd also like a piece of that action. Who wouldn't? Uh, I absolutely agree. I mean, n- n- nobody wants to, um, you know, m- miss out on on an investment which is going to double and double and double again. And, uh, you know, and, and we also want to be living large in five years from now. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I understand the... The desire, and I understand the urge, and it's it's multiples worse when when you're in in real real deep financial trouble, uh, and and any kind of uh, you know hope seems like a lifeline that you just can't miss out. Uh, the, the the important thing to understand here is there is nothing that just kind of keeps going up and up and up, in, you know, very consistently over time. You know, there is no investment in the world, doesn't matter what whether it's a brilliant business and a brilliant share or a brilliant property portfolio, whatever it is. There is no good, sensible, uh, kind of, uh, I want to say, high, probab- high probability investment that that will just keep going up. At some point, great investments go sideways; they go down, uh, and and they they disappoint us, or, 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 although temporarily. Uh, and and understanding that is is key to this whole investment world because. You know, when we're sitting in a time like this, and 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 I, I see those headlines, you know, that, um, all these companies making one-year lows on the JSE. You know, that's the time when when the when the either the ignorant or the scamsters get loud because you know it's 
It's yeah. easy to be vocal when you're ignorant. It's easy to tell everyone, you know, that the whole financial system is going to collapse and the whole system is rigged against you and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it, all of those are really, you know, you, you sound really clever when you say these things and people listen to you with big eyes because, you, you know, expanded with confidence and on its own, you know, that, that, that becomes addictive just to keep saying those things. Uh, and then you use social media just to boost it a little bit more and it's even more dramatic. And all of that stuff is going on, and and what's actually happening is, you know, those those forty eight shares that have made fifty two week lows, you know, one year from now, no one's shouting and screaming about how they're suddenly, you know, making new fifty two week highs and and recovering their losses. You know, the people are now shouting and screaming about some other new thing yeah. that's gone on out there. You know, ignorant people are the loudest, and and that's what happens in the investment world. People with nothing speak the most, and, and the ones that are really doing sensible investment strategies, making consistent growth over long periods of time. They're not at the briar telling you about how amazing their investments are because firstly, they're probably not watching it every day. And and secondly, it's kind of boring. It's just doing its thing. And you know, if you ask them one year, what are you doing? They're gonna say, I've got a decent balanced portfolio and it's going okay. And, and then a year later, well, it's going a little bit less okay or even a little bit better than it was the year before. Uh, it's boring, it's not exciting. It's not meant to be exciting. It's not a sport. It's about compounding money year after year after year <laughs> and allowing things to grow for you. And it's just not exciting. Warren, I want to pick up on exciting now. I want to pick up on social pressure in a moment as well. Because when you stand around that same briar fire and you're getting smoke in your eyes, and now the one person has been there, are five people around the briar. Uh, there are the one person holding court and telling people how clever they are. And there are three other people at that bry drinking the Kool-Aid or whatever it is that is at that bry. If the Kool-Aid's available, you're at the wrong bry. But um, you're the only skeptic. You are probably the sort of person who calls them out on their bulldust. But I want to know how we manage that dynamic. Do we just quietly walk away from the conversation before we get drawn into it? Or do we argue the points? Because it's very hard to argue with a zealot. It's very hard to argue with somebody who has absolute conviction in their call, particularly when they've had a year or two of success in a particular investment, alleged investment opportunity. But pick up on that with Warren Ingram, co-founder, personal financial advisor, at Galileo Capital. The South African Reserve Bank has upgraded the security features on banknotes to combat counterfeiting. Use the look, feel and tilt method to authenticate your banknotes. Find the watermark of the big five animal on each denomination, tilt it to see the security thread change colour and feel the raised print on Madiba's portrait. Visit resbank.co.za or download the Saab currency app, SA Reserve Bank, connecting us. The Money Show. Personal Finance with Warren Ingram. So do you walk away from the discussion? Do you intervene in the discussion to say, no, 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 guys, I've got a much better idea. Let's do something really boring. I mean, you would because you're that kind of guy. But it's quite a hard conversation to have, isn't it, Warren? It is a hard conversation to have, and and I guess you you need to um, understand your yourself and your motivations for for entering the debate. Uh, I mean, I think uh, you, you know what, what one thing Donald Trump taught us, you know, in in his political debates is it's impossible to debate a fool. 
they, they are absolutely convinced that they're right and and there is no opportunity to see the other side of the equation so so you know two, two sides of of a coin that doesn't exist for them there is only one side and it's their side and everybody else is wrong and and so you know when you when, when i'm faced with a situation like that I, I kind of smile uh, and and then start looking for my wife, uh, you know, to kind of make an elegant exit and leave the bride as fast as possible before I do put my foot in it and and uh, and and blow up a, a social situation which was probably pleasant before then. Okay, and, and but think, now you, you now know, the other the other three guys, because there are five of you, turn to you and say, Warren, you're a financial advisor. What do you think of our newly wealthy hosts' investment strategy? Uh, and that that happens more times than I get to, to admit. Uh, and 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 so I think there's two things. One, uh, you know, you you, you um, in the interest of politeness, you give an, a generic answer. You know, which is, I prefer diversification. I prefer long-term growth. I prefer buying shares in companies that are are listed on on a on a legitimate stock exchange where they make money and they they generate profits that I can see and dividends that I can understand and they sell products that that, that we all buy and and you know um, you know I think people that know me are sick of me quoting Warren Buffett but I'll find some uh, valid although well used you know what Warren Buffett quotes about businesses that have a moat uh, and and you know I'll always say you know um, you know the, the pe people that have done well you know I, I, I'm 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 sure they have uh, but I don't know anybody that's done better in the investment universe than Warren Buffett, and he, he's kind of a bright guy, and and his success is measured and tracked on a very public forum for the last sixty years, and doesn't seem to be doing too badly. And I'd rather follow him than anyone else that you know has no public track record. So, so I think you can kind of find a way out of it. Uh, but but the one thing I've learned, and it's actually it's happened on the show a few times, Bruce, where we've blown up you know investment scams and you know and, and kind of brought the public relations person from whatever the new investment scam is and we bring them put them on air and and you know for weeks after that my social media is blowing up with people accusing me of wanting to keep them down you know wanting wanting to deny them an opportunity for for growth and getting their way out of uh, uh, out of the the difficult situation they're in and this new thing is you know I can remember chips of gold was the one that really freaked me out uh, you know and how that was going to change everything and and you know I mean I don't know chips of gold haven't changed in thousands and thousands of years but but suddenly it was the new thing uh, and and you know pe people who are desperate don't hear reason and and that's maybe the other comment here is yeah. when people are desperate uh, you know finding a, a time to kind of uh, help them see reason it's it's firstly it's very difficult to do and if you're in that position you know just understanding that uh, you know you know people who do this for a living aren't trying to keep you down they're trying to help you grow uh, so that you can uh, you know build wealth and, and and become part of the solution not not part of the problem and you know th there is no one in kind of mainstream media that's trying to keep you down they're trying to grow and educate and and I think that's always the thing that bothers me about this message is you know um, the, the scamsters say the whole system is rigged well you know the whole system has worked very well for thousands and thousands of retirees over the last you know 150 years it's designed to 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 take advantage of rationality not uh, irrationality Dear Warren, says Peter, I'm a young professional doing articles. Well done, Peter. Do you have an MBA? I'm a young professional doing articles, and we had a visit from an agent of a life assurance company. The agent wants to sell me life and disability insurance. Can I just focus on my savings? 
I'm single with no children. Now, just a, a couple of things in here, Warren. Um, I'm a young professional. We had a visit. So clearly, Peter is in a relationship of some description. Uh, not yet married, um, from what I'm reading, and has no... Uh, has no other has no dependence in a, in in a relationship. They could be living together. They could be dating. Who knows? But came to see us. But I want to know what I should be doing. What do we tell Peter? Uh, I imagine also, um, you know, Bruce. When people are doing articles, they usually, you know, the, the, those article classes, etc., get lots of these visits from life assurance agents. So it might be that as well. Uh, I think if you're if you're in that space. Um, and you're you're starting out whether you're single, you know, or, or in a committed relationship, uh, you know, and understanding that uh, your your biggest asset you've got is the next twenty five to to thirty five years of earnings. It's 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 your brain, your body, and your ability to generate um, you know money from your professional skills, and and that's a very important thing to protect. And you know you need to do that through education and health and and all those things but but ensuring your ability to earn an income you know that's called income protection or disability insurance uh, I, I i think it's a key and it's a critical thing that that you really should be focused on and and unfortunately it's it's one of the more expensive forms of insurance so so it's often neglected uh, but but i would i would really encourage you know uh, peter and, and and people like uh, like him to consider it very carefully I, I, this is not the answer I was expecting. I was expecting, you know, it's okay to hold off. It's okay to wait until you have dependence before you do this. I get the disability stuff because nobody's going to look after you at age 21 if you end up under a bus and unfortunately can't work ever again. And so, you know, that, that, would, be, that would be the responsible thing to do. But life insurance and other, uh, and other products like that, I mean, sure, disability, but yeah. you're dead, you're dead. Um, it was like, I suppose life insurance is a, a relative concept is actually inexpensive compared to the more expensive disability uh, covers. Yeah, so 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 you're right. I mean, I think uh, you know dis disability is absolutely key, and 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 life insurance uh, de definitely not. So so I think li life insurance is only important to to a young professional uh, if if they are going to be. A breadwinner for for uh, you know kind of let's say the wider family you know, and, and our, our country there's a big expectation on on young professionals entering the the the, the working world uh, you know to to be a, a source of financial support to to a broader family as well and a broader community and and if that describes you Peter then then you know certainly uh, you know taking out some life assurance you know is, is a sensible thing to do for the people that that might be. You know, hoping that you will be a source of help, uh, you know, to them over the next years and decades. But if you're not in that position and you've got no one that's financially dependent on you, and and, and, and no no kind of no children or or uh, life partners, etc., then you know I, I don't see any need for for life assurance. Unfortunately, uh, often life assurance and disability insurance are packaged. In other words, if you want disability insurance, you, you're you're kind of obliged to take a bit of life assurance as well. Um, as you say, Bruce, it's it's cheap. So so especially someone who's young and and, and healthy, you know, the, the life insurance is just not going to be that that expensive, uh, you know, in comparison to to disability insurance. So so I think uh, you know if, if focus on the disability. My my biggest comment though would be, 
don't don't buy from the first agent that knocks on your door at your business or at your university uh, and seems friendly and charming and you know buy, buys you a cappuccino what you need to do is get three quotes and and it's 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 difficult and irritating to do but but you have to get three quotes and tell all three agents you know be transparent to say look i'm going to get a quote from three three of you uh, and i'm going to show your quotes to everyone else that, uh, that that's giving me quotes as well so that you can each pitch your idea to me uh, and and tell me the relative strengths of your investment or your sorry your your insurance versus you know your competitors and why it's better yeah. and by the end of the third quote you'll have a really good idea of of what you should be doing what it's going to cost you and why it's important but but please, please don't just buy from the first person and please understand what you're buying the exclusions are the most important thing understand what it is that you're buying. Perhaps a bit more detail next week, Warren, um, on just understanding when it comes to buying disability cover, how you need to read the documents and understand those documents because not all disability cover is equal. Um, and the terminology that's used and all of that sort of stuff, although they claim that it's perfectly crystal clear and good, um, I find it very difficult to penetrate. So if not next week, we've got another idea. That's fine. But let's talk about that in the not-too-distant future. Warren Ingram, co-founder at Galileo Capital, personal financial advisor, and wise individual at the Briarfire.